is How's the Bind. I'm Ken Root along with Bob Urban, a highly scripted, professionally done program coming to you each week from Murray Outdoors on the south end of Guttenberg under the Big Walleye. A beautiful place, but the mood is uh, transient perhaps. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I am obviously not there. I'm in Florida. But let's go to the proprietor, Bob Urban. Bob, give us the latest on what's happening in the store today. Oh, the weather's beautiful up here, Ken. Just absolutely gorgeous. That's not what you want, though. You don't want gorgeous weather right now. I know. No, everybody's itching. Everybody is waiting. We're at that stagnant trying to get some ice made. But every day I look at the 10-day forecast, it seems like it's 46, 46. Highs and 46. Can I? I'm not, I wasn't the best in school, but that I don't think that makes ice. I can only commiserate a little bit in that I'm still keeping up with the people on the Lake of the Woods up in Canada and northern Minnesota, and they are not saying they have enough ice for anybody to go out before Christmas, and they are 10 hours north of us. So that shows you that you're not alone in this, this mm-hmm. warmer weather pattern. It's going across the midsection of the country. So I guess, you know, that's just the way it is this year unless you want to get into global warming for me. I don't. I don't I don't feel comfortable talking about that stuff. Um, Why, you can talk you about could, the Hawkeyes. You, just, why don't you just criti- be critical of everything? You're already not yeah, the let's, Hawkeyes. Let's go for global warming. Well, they're bull eligible. They are every year, so <laughs> we're good. We We're good. We're doing fine. Al Gore, if you can get him on, I know you're going to D.C., Mm-hmm. You said so. If you want to maybe get him on, we can talk about that. He's good with that stuff. Did I ever tell you that uh, I did a one-on-one live for uh, 20 minutes with Al Gore one time on the AgriTalk radio show, face to face, looked him right in the eye the whole time. Was 20 minutes too long, or was it was tw- it was long enough for him to get a shovel and dig a hole and bury himself? Because <laughs> Al was really bad about talking factually about things he knew nothing about you know people like that (laughs) yeah and he would just tell you things you didn't have to say anything you could just hand him the shovel and let him dig you know he was an eyelash for me and the president of the united states yeah he he was yeah one chat away yeah well tell me about all the friends of the earth that are coming in to see you each day how are they (laughs) they're doing really well we actually can. We're back out walleye fishing again. Guys are like, we put our boat away. They're doing the same thing I am when I look to order um, ice fishing bait and some stuff. Yeah. They're, they look at the 10-day and they're like, what? It's nicer. It's going to be nicer in 10 days than it than it is today. I'm going to keep my boat out. So we're, we're still having those guys out. The bite on that is, I would say, just mediocre. Um, we're getting a lot of the year classes caught now, the year class from this spring, this pond. So mm-hmm. they are getting a lot of the littler ones. Um, but they are fishing deeper holes, trying to get them. They are still fishing for perch. Um, and then if you can get into some of those backwaters without breaking up a ton of ice or mm-hmm. hurting your boat mm-hmm. with breaking up the ice, those fish are going to be already there where they're, where we're going to get them ice fishing. So some guys are doing that. We did wrap up deer season for the most part. We still have this last weekend for gun two. Um, and, and that's really what's going on in the store. We're still doing a little bit of everything. Well, I want to talk to Jamie right quick, who has landing 615, because he has just closed his barge. So kind of a farewell to Jamie for this year, but an encouragement to come back next year. 
Bob, let's go to Jamie at landing 615. The season is over, Jamie, it appears. I, I hope it went well for you. Yeah, it did. We uh, had a lot of fish being caught out there. Um, they had set the the gates down for the winter season, and, you know, therefore the fish aren't under the barges like they usually are, so that kind of yeah. contributed to shutting it down, so. Well, wasn't that your intention to be right after Thanksgiving anyway? It was, but you know, with this warm weather, you know, why not stay open if we can? And through the holidays and stuff, people just don't show up like they used to. So you're shut down. Where do you put your barge for the winter? I'll pull it over next to the gas dock. Do you have a set date you'll start next spring, or is it depends on conditions? Just depends on the conditions. As soon as the ice goes out, you know, if we have a freeze up, then we'll get it right out there. Well, Jamie, I know you lost a family member this year. We're sorry about that, and but you, uh, you're a faithful guy to keep that barge open for all the fishermen. So, thank you. We'll see you again in the spring. Okay, thanks, guys. You were talking about uh, deer season and the second season here. Edgewood Locker is an amazing place. I love businesses that are locally owned and do well in small towns, even yours, Bob. And Edgewood is amazing how many people that they employ full-time and then part-time based upon the number of people who love the meat that they have year-round. But I guess you know them fairly well. Come deer season, it is a whole new enterprise. It is, and it puts Edgewood on the map, Ken. So we actually see customers, a lot of customers, that, oh, we're up here dropping our deer off, then they stop in and grab this or that for mm-hmm. for the next season or for ice fishing. So uh, we've had a lot of customers up there dropping their deer off, and they're, and I, I hear a little bit. I've never seen it in per- person. I'd like to go up there, but they had a lot of deer come in, and I'm interested to hear how many and, and how their season's gone. Bob, I'm joined by Luke Kearns with the Edgewood Locker, which is quite an operation, as we found out last time we talked to him. Luke, here you are uh, through the first deer season and into the second. How is it going? Yeah, it's going really well for us. Uh, It's been a a pretty big deer season uh, so far. So if we look at our early seasons, our youth, our muzzleloader and, and bow, uh, we brought in around 1,200 deer uh, during those early seasons, which was about uh, 100 more than we had the the prior year, and so uh, felt pretty good about that. And that's just uh, that's just whole deer that doesn't account for our boneless trimmings. And then now that we've been in in shotgun season here, uh, first season behind us, and and in the middle of a second season here, uh, we've got in around uh, 2,000 uh, deer so far uh, throughout the shotgun seasons. And actually, we're just up a, a little bit uh, compared to what we've had the past couple of years. Well, now for your processing, this will continue for quite a period of time, will it not? Till you get everything uh, worked up for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the deer come in, you know, really, really heavy uh, during shotgun season, and um, we can uh, not quite keep up uh, skinning and cutting them as fast as they come in, but we're not too far behind. We we freeze some carcasses, but we'll be all caught up, um, you know, with uh, with cutting and skinning deer by uh, hopefully around the 1st of January or maybe a little bit before that. Uh, but we can't make sausage uh, nearly as fast as we can skin them uh, and cut them up. And so we freeze a lot of the 
uh, trimmings into 40, 50 pound blocks, uh, and then we'll thaw those out uh, over the coming months, January, February, March, April, May, uh, maybe even into June, depending on how big it is, uh, making sausage uh, out of that deer throughout that time period. Is there any uh, compliment or complaint that you'd like to give back to your customers as to the animals they brought in, meaning the condition of the animals they brought in. It's a little warmer than normal this season. Does that have an impact? Yeah, well, I guess a couple things on that note. You know, I think that's maybe one contributing factor why we've got in a few more whole deer this year is that uh, with it being a little warmer, uh, maybe folks that would have otherwise cut them up themselves uh, know they need to get that deer into a cool place uh, sooner, uh, and they're doing, uh, you know, a good job of that. Uh, I would also say we've seen, a, um, a pretty d- drastic improvement over the last number of years in the, the quality of, of boneless trimmings coming in. And I think that's really a result of the fact that we're extremely picky, uh, about how clean that deer meat needs to be when it comes in, when people are boning out themselves. Uh, if it's not up to our standards, uh, we, we send it away, we turn it down. Uh, and if it's something we can clean up a little bit, uh, you know, we're, we're not afraid to, to charge for cleaning it up, uh, to send the message that we, we just won't accept anything but the highest quality for any of the, the sausage products we're making. Right. right. Well, that makes sense. Well, it sounds like you've had a good response and people know who you are and where you are this year. And I'm impressed that you're a local business with as many employees as it surely takes to be able to do this. So you are a boon to the economy in the Edgewood area, I would think. Yeah, you know, we're a, um, a town of 850 or so people here, and we uh, we employ between 60 and 65 full-time folks. And uh, this time of year, we've got another 60, 70 uh, folks on any particular payroll that are, are part-time or seasonal. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, uh, like to think we're doing a good job contributing to our local economy and, and also just uh, bringing customers into into Edgewood and into Clayton and Delaware County when they're dropping off their deer, picking up the deer. Uh, you know, hopefully they're stopping into the local establishment and uh, grabbing dinner, uh, filling up with fuel, whatever the case may be. Well, the first person I ever met from your town was Rhonda Kendrick, and I thought, what a dynamo she is. And uh, there's more businesses than just their uh, sawmill there. So you guys have uh, a great little industrial town. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we really do. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, certainly one of the, uh, the largest, if not the largest, employer in town here, Kendrick Forest Products, with their different uh, different entities from the, the sawmills, logging, to the sign making they have, and the, and the retail uh, store they've got in Edgewood here, uh, the market. So, you know, for a lot of folks, it turns out to be a, a good trip. Maybe a husband and wife come up, and uh, husband gets to pick up his deer, drop it off, and then uh, they stop over at the market and do a little shopping. Uh, so, yeah, it really is a, a nice little destination town uh, with uh, the, the couple I mentioned there, as well as many of other nice little shops and restaurants as well. Well, Luke, uh, tell all your employees thank you for what they do, and happy holidays to them and to you and yours, and we appreciate Edgewood Locker. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ken, for the opportunity, and Merry Christmas. I got this great idea for you. What if you got a big refrigerated area and a truck, and you took in deer, and then you haul them over to Edgewood for the people? And let's say that, uh, you know, 
that Edgewood is uh, paying you $20 to bring each one of them, but it's costing you $40 to handle it. Do you know what you need to do to make money? Um, I'm, I'm thinking this might be a joke. Let's let's go with it. Get a bigger truck. Oh God, Ken! Why didn't you think of that? You have all these, like all these good ideas for me, and then and then you're down in Florida where you could be driving the truck. But I will be back to see you just after Christmas and stay a couple of weeks. So I'm going to come back up there. You know, I just feel like that. I and all the other major creditors you have should check in every day yes. just to see how you're doing it. And bring that cold weather. You'll do that. Well, You'll curse us with cold weather. That'll be perfect. That'll be perfect okay, timing. Yeah. We're hoping for we're hoping for January to have some fishable ice. <laughs> hey, you know, we've got Christmas coming up. We still haven't heard anything yet back from Tanner Spidell about what's happening in his love life. But we do have Andy Weebker, who um, you have uh, picked as the one who wrote the best How to Propose story. And I'm going to run that a little bit later on here for us because Andy is quite a guy and is happily married after proposing to a wonderful woman. And they now have uh, children and a wonderful life down by Albia. And uh, so we'll just see what happens with Tanner. But Christmas tends to get you caught up in the mood, and yep. perhaps uh, that'll happen with both of them at the same time. If anybody wants it more than them, it's it's you, Ken. So let's let's see what happens. But you are right. Christmas, Thanksgiving, the holidays, get stuff yeah. going, and those two those two are. Uh, I, I always follow them, see what they're up to. I'm guessing they're waiting for ice just like everybody else. Well, listen to Andy and see his story and what he has to say. He's a really good guy down there, Southern Iowa. After my wife and I met, um, we actually met when I was up in the Okaboji area, uh, did some work for the DNR up there, and uh, did a lot of fishing while we were up there, um, and that kind of transpired a family farm over around the Keswick, North English area here in Iowa. Um, They got a family pond there that uh, we fished at quite a bit, and uh, she actually tends to outfish me when we go there, and I thought I was pretty fitting. It's something we really enjoyed to do together, and family friends uh, that were there, and um, had a chance to kind of persuade her into maybe taking pictures that afternoon, and it didn't really uh, click in her head that what was going to happen, but um, yeah, it just turned into a really good afternoon. Um, fish weren't biting too much, but I actually listened to the podcast last week. Like Bob said, did the old tackle box trick. Worked pretty good. And kept wondering why why I kept asking her to come over and change her lure out, you know. So just kind of happy that it worked out uh, that way. And honestly, wouldn't have had it any other way. And we, uh, to this day, we got two kiddos now. And we still try to get out and fish when we can. And obviously, it's with the kiddos now, too. So we really all enjoy doing that. So. When I was um, 24 years old, I was dating a girl, and it was coming up to Christmas, and I had been up to her apartment, and so um, we had dinner on Melmac plates, and that was it. Well, as I was going to see her at Christmas, and I thought, what on earth can I buy? And there was a little store there that kind of handled anything and everything, and it had china 
So I bought her one place setting of china and took it to her for Christmas. When she opened it, her grandmother looked at it, grabbed her, and bear-hugged her. And this became my future wife, by the way. And (laughs) my mother-in-law-to-be turned around to me, and she said, you are the stupidest man I have ever met. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Do not give a girl china for Christmas. It's like a wedding ring if you do it in front of relatives, okay? I gotcha. No, we'll make note of that. We move on. Well, I know, and that's the bad part of it because, you know, it sort of is that uh, what they they call that uh, Darwin effect, you know, of the stupid people get killed, the Darwin Awards. You've seen the Darwin Awards. Yep, it's Charles Darwin and uh, his theory of survival of the fittest evolution we could put that into play here with guys going out on inch and a half of ice too yes you could not being safe i mean we talk about the darwinism and the problem there is most of the guys that are going out on an inch and a half of ice have already made their contribution to the gene pool they made their contribution in their 20s now they're in their 50s it doesn't do a damn bit of good for them to drown yeah that's true i guess it's just a joke Well, is there any other news of hunting or fishing that should be broadcast? The thing that we're doing, Ken, just because it's it's pretty slow um, and we've got 10 days of Christmas left, we always do our last 10 days of Christmas. Because if you're a guy, I haven't started my Christmas shopping yet. Mm-hmm. Personally, I never do. I kind of wait till the last minute. I think it's more rewarding than more of a challenge to do that that way. And I think guys are like that. So I came up with a list here at the store um, that we do and we'll post it on Facebook too. If you're looking to get somebody something and somebody that's not, you know, you open up those gifts and you're like, Oh great. A pair of Iowa Hawkeye socks. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you so much. Just so you're not getting that gift where you have to pretend that you like. So if you're Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to run down those and then I'll post them on on uh, Facebook stuff here. That's easy to grab. First four are just going to be like stocking stuffers. It's always something nice to get. Um, and if we have some listeners that are, that are listening, it's just stuff that I would like as a fisherman to get, um, or a fisherwoman, or if you're starting out something to get them, I'm going to run through these real quick. Ken, we got some customers coming in and we like having customers. It's been a little slower, so I'm going to take care of them, but uh, 10 through 7, um, there is a Cold Snap Outdoors product. It's called a toothpick. The DNR is making you clean all your fish teeth now um, in 2024. So that's a new regulation that just came out with. We'll probably have the DNR with. No, I'm just kidding. The toothpick is to get your jig out of the fish's mm-hmm. mouth. It's like a little hook remover. Really, really nice, handy. Guys love them. Cold Snap Outdoors toothpick. Um, number nine I have is a boomerang line cutter. It's on a carabiner. It cuts braided line. It's a just stocking stuffer thing. It's really nice. It's up here at the counter. Hand warmers, although we don't need them for the next 10 days, uh, hand warmers are always a really good idea for hunting fishermen just to throw in stockings. And our 16,000 ice jigs, soon to be 20,000 at some point. 12 jigs for $5. We have the two 
walls that Benny and my son Nolan and Joel and a few of the other guys, we have a really good display of uh, closeout ice jigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve, a dozen of them for five dollars. That's thirty-eight cents a piece. Ken, they're about a dollar fifty now. So um, just getting kids started. We've been selling a lot of those or uh, guys that are coming in that like those. Number six I have is an Ingle or Frable bait cooler. We've talked about bait cooler, bait cooler maintenance, bait maintenance. Uh, nobody's not, if, if you don't have one or if your husband or wife doesn't have one, uh, that's going to be a pretty good $100 gift. Uh, lithium rechargeable aerator would be the next one. We have really nice aerators out that are there, um, rechargeable so you're not chewing up batteries. Number four I had was a cordless fillet knife, whether it's going to be a Rapala or a Bubba. We sell a lot of those. Bubba. Bubba's are nice ones. We sell a lot of those around Christmas. Number three I have, and it starts today, December 15th, we can start issuing fishing licenses for 2024. The gift Mm. that keeps on giving. You have to have it uh, when they're in the store and buying stuff. This is all stuff to be a provider for your family, the meat that you bring home. Great, great. That's totally legitimate, yeah. It is. It's legitimate. Worst case scenario, Ken, gift certificate. We can get a Mm -hmm. gift certificate if you don't know. We sell a lot of those around the holidays. Uh, We can get somebody in. We We can help them out with a gift certificate of any value that you want um, to throw in a card. And the number one thing that we can get you and that we have, we now have 400 St. Croix rods on hand. We just got another 200, 250 in yesterday. So pretty much every St. Croix rod that they make, we have in the store now for the first time ever. Um, All of our 2024 product is in. Guys are already coming in and getting that for either their kid, their son, their wife. Um, getting them into that St. Croix rod, which which we are starting to be probably the biggest in Northeast Iowa, uh, right around Hanks in Waterloo. They probably have a few more than us, but between Hanks and us, we can get you set up on the St. Croix rods. And when Andy Wiebker comes in, you'll have 399 left. Yeah, because he's yes, going to he get gets, one. He gets his free one for the for the love story. Yeah, and if you'll just pay attention to this show, I don't know why. In the future, we'll have more of these type of offers. If you would like to come down to Murray's, all you have to do is remember from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day they're there, except on Sunday they're there from 6 a.m. till 3 p.m. And on special occasions, Bob stays late even on those days. So, Bob, we're moving forward. we have one more show before Christmas, so you uh, make it special. And get up here and get us some cold weather. I'll bring it. Please. All right, Bob. Thank you. Yep, see ya.